0: Cumberland County and Stone Memorial go 11 innings and a thriller. Jackson County's Juan Day gets his 100th victory. All that and more right now on the High School Playbook. Welcome back on the High School Playbook. We're joined now by Head Coach Jamie Cravens of the Pickett County Bobcats baseball team. Coach, a couple of losses this week taken on Van Buren County and Jackson County. Kind of take me through those two games. What, what maybe went wrong in those two?
1: Well, just not swinging the bats. Uh, uh, the Van Buren County game... Uh, it was a one to one game going into the, the bottom of the seventh inning and we lost on a we made a error with uh with the runner on third base and so they scored a walk off on us. And uh but and they and they pitched a kid that, that struck out thirteen of our guys. Uh he they threw a freshman, he's a really good pitcher, uh Scroggins kid. And uh we just struggled putting the ball in play and we 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 may have gotten six hits that game. They they got four, but they they done the little things to win the game. Uh, the Jackson County game, we, uh, we got shellac pretty good. They come out and they hit everything we threw and, you know, hats off to those guys. We, we booted a few balls. They hit five home runs on us and, uh, they just really came out ready to play. And, uh, that, that team's really hot right now.
0: Coach, I know I was there for that Van Buren County game, and I noticed that you guys had a pretty long conversation after that game and would think maybe after the Jackson County game as well. And, of course, it's always tough after a loss, but what goes into the messages to the team after games like those ones?
1: Well, a loss like those losses, and it was two different losses. Mm. Uh, The Jackson County loss was a very lopsided loss. Uh, We played those guys earlier in the year, and I felt like we should have won that game, and we let it slip away. So we had anticipation of really competing. Uh, so those, both games were so different. Uh, the Van Buren game, it was kind of, we praised the boys. Uh, our defense was really good and our pitching was really good. And so we gave them a few praises and, and, and kind of explained to them a, a couple of things we could have done different to, to have a different outcome, uh, by putting the ball in play, executing the bunt, you know, uh, getting that extra base. We had a couple of pickoffs that game. There was a couple of little things that really, Really costed us that ball game. And then the Jackson County game, it was kind of, uh, that talk was actually a little shorter because there wasn't a whole lot to say about it. Uh, we just, we came out flat. They came out ready and they jumped on us quick. Uh, Grayson Smith is a phenomenal player. He hit two home runs against us and uh, he hit home run the first inning, a two run home run. And that kind of, I just kind of, I saw the wind come out of ourselves. And, uh, and so it, that one was, one that you just want to put behind you and kind of move on. But, yeah, we, we've got a lot of growing up to do and a short time to do it.
0: Coach, I do want to talk about that Van Buren County game, and you mentioned the positives. There were some positives in that game. You threw three pitchers, and the first two really pitched well, on Aiden Reels and Heath Wattenbarger, a good amount of strikeouts and were just getting outs. And they had to work out of jams a couple of times too with the runners on third, no outs, one out, whatever it may be. How good was the pitching in that game, and how impressed were you by them?
1: I was very impressed. Both of those guys, uh, Aiden Reels is a freshman and, uh, and Heath Wattenberger is a, a sophomore and uh, Aiden had, had pitched a little bit and, you know, in youth leagues and middle school. So he'd had a little bit of experience, uh, but he's grown tremendously as a, as a freshman this year. He's, he's probably stepped up to be my, my most consistent pitcher this year. Uh and, and he did get out of a couple of jams. I think we had a bases loaded jam he got out of. We gave up one run with no outs. The bases loaded. And I was just, I was tickled to death with, with how he, how he responded to that. And he's this is the first year he's ever pitched. Uh We just, he just got out of basketball right the week before the season started. So we started doing a few bullpens and I, I actually taught him a breaking ball. He never threw one before and it's phenomenal. And that's, and he's just, his confidence is going through the roof because he's throwing two, three pitches for a strike and he's able to stay out of the middle of the plate. And of course he's got the height. Once we build up a little more velocity, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with.
0: That was one of the things I noticed. that He might be a little slow in the velocity, but the man they did not like that off-speed pitch whenever he threw that out there, especially when it was over the plate for strikes. Had a few of them buckling. We're talking with head coach Jamie Cravens of the Pickett County Bobcats baseball team. Coach, you've mentioned it to me a few times, both on the playbook and when I talked to you before the game, that this is a really young team. Is this probably one of the younger teams that you've worked with in, in your head coaching career at Pickett County?
1: No, most definitely, yeah. I, I start four freshmen and three sophomores. So out of my nine starters, we've got seven underclassmen, uh, one senior starts, and one junior. So, you know, it's it's been challenging for me as a coach to kind of – because a lot of these guys are very inexperienced when I get them. So some of the terms I use in practice and in games, I kind of get a deer-in-the-head-lot look from them sometimes because they've just never heard those terms or they've never played at that level. And, uh, so it's been really challenging to me to, uh, cause when I came to Pickett County, I, I came because a few of the kids I had coached in the past and traveled ball, they just didn't have a coach. So they, I came to coach those guys. Well, they've all graduated now. So I always had three or four guys that knew me and knew my system and, and, and were good students of the game. So these guys, it's, they've got a lot of learning to do. They seem eager to learn. We're just, we're a little timid right now we we've got we've got to come out of that shell.
0: Have you kind of seen the growth over this season with all those young guys and have they started to buy into what you're putting out there and practicing in games?
1: I'm not sure i'm I, that's that's the goal is to get them to buy in but i i felt like we were playing better at the first of the year than we are now i mean we're uh but I know I feel like in my heart they're our best baseballs ahead of us. It has to be because uh they're working hard, you know. In practice and practice and we're going over and just seems redundant. Sometimes we're going over the same things over and over and over. And I feel like it, it's going to click to them, you know? And, uh, so I, I got to feel like our best baseball is ahead of us. Cause we, we started off and we, we won a couple of close games that, that could have slipped away from us. And then we've turned around and played those. And Van Buren was one of those games. And we turned around and played those guys and, and lost to them. And, uh, we just got to start finding ways to score and get base runners on.
0: That's Head Coach Jamie Cravens with the Pickett County Bobcats baseball program, right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, we appreciate the time. Good luck going forward in the rest of the season. Oh,
1: thank you. I appreciate everything you guys do for us.
0: Welcome back here on the High School Playbook. Joined now by Head Coach Brad Swafford of the Monterey Lady Wildcats softball program. Coach, you finished district play four and four. You beat Jackson County back on Thursday night, twelve to one. What the girls do well in that ball game?
2: We hit the ball very well. Uh, Gracie Hastings pitched a a very good game and uh, no errors, so defense was good, too.
0: Coach, uh, your district is kind of an interesting one. Obviously, the top two in Sequatchie County and Bledsoe County, very, very good teams. You guys right in the middle of that three seed that's got a lot of talent. And then York and Jackson County are just very young and, and trying to kind of build. How what's, what's that like going through the season when you have to prepare for some ranked teams in the state and then you have to prepare for some inexperienced teams as well?
2: Well, we don't uh, overlook anybody. Uh, you know, any team can beat anybody on any given day so we come in with a mentality try to be focused and do what needs to be done um so uh but sequachi and bledsoe they can hit both teams are very good hitting
0: teams well that's kind of what i wanted to ask you about what, what kind of makes them so good what makes them go is it the hitting do they have some pitching that that they're tough to hit against as well
2: uh, yeah, I mean, they've got uh, they've got some pitchers that uh, gave us trouble this year. Uh, but, yeah, they just, you know, they hit it where we ain't, as the old saying says.
0: <laughs> Coach, as you get ready for the district tournament coming up next week, you're at some point probably going to have to face either Bledsoe County or Sequatchie County. What is the message to your team as you know you're going to have to face some tough competition down the road?
2: Well, we got to come in with a game plan. Um, I believe we'll be playing this with, with us being the third seed and Sequatchie being number two. I believe we're going to, have to go to, uh, Sequatchie next Friday night, to start the district tournament. And, uh, so our last game is Monday against Cumberland County, a doubleheader. So we've got a few days to practice and so we're going to get something together and go down and see what, see what can happen.
0: Are you going to treat the Cumberland County doubleheader almost as a tune-up for your district tournament?
2: Sure. You know, we well, We want to end the season on a positive note, and uh, we're going to try to, yeah, just finely tune things and, you know, see what we need to kind of assess, what we need to work on with practice for the rest of the week and get ready to do it to it.
0: We're talking with head coach Brad Swafford of the Monterey Lady Wildcats softball program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, kind of take me through practice. I know you mentioned it's still a few games left before you kind of get to that midweek practice before the district tournament. But what are what are you guys really going to be focusing in on in practice as you gear up for the district tournament?
2: Well, we got to find a way to score some runs uh, against Bledsoe and Sequatchie. We've we've had a hard time. And runners across, and that that makes it hard for our defense and our pitching because uh, it puts puts more pressure. We just gotta we've got to score runs, so um, and so hitting will be a big focus. Uh, you know, we like I said, we're going to get a little plan together, and uh, we're just we need to have a plan for each at bat. Everybody needs to have a plan on what to do.
0: Coach, kind of take me through uh, who's played well lately for you. I know you've gotten a couple of big wins. Mentioned the Jackson County win this week, but who has played well here down the stretch?
2: Uh, great. Well, I mentioned Gracie Hastings, her pitching. She's been pitching very well lately. Um, you know, Serenity Nolan has just been on fire all year. Uh, her and Molly Sparks both have been just hitting very well all season. Uh you know, my, my seniors, uh Jordan Walker's doing been hitting good, been fielding very well. Uh seniors are stepping up and just like like you expect from the seniors, you know, to lead your team.
0: Have you noticed anybody that's really made a big jump since the beginning of the year?
2: I think the whole team collectively as a whole has gotten better. Uh my junior varsity, I've I've watched them improve throughout the year. You know, they were a little shaky in some JV games earlier in the season and lately they've been, uh, you know, uh, we had some double headers last week and, uh, my junior varsity played usually the second game. So, uh, you know, they even got a district win against York, uh, let JV play the whole game. So they, and these, you know, that's their future. They've got to, uh, step up and, you know, I got six seniors. So obviously some of those girls are going to have to come up. And be uh, you know contribute to varsity next year. So it's good to see uh, you know some of the younger players grow throughout the season.
0: Do you guys uh, in practice? Do you do you work with both teams together, or is there a separate JV and varsity practice?
2: No, no, we're together. We work we we work all
0: together. How do you think that kind of uh, helps helps the JV? I guess kind of you mentioned the six seniors. Do do they kind of help out those younger players throughout the season?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. They'll, you know, they'll, uh, I'll catch some of my seniors giving pointers to some of the younger players, uh, you know, trying to pass, pass it along sort of, uh, and like I said, that's what you expect from your, cause I, some of my seniors have been with me since their eighth grade year. So they've, they've logged in five years on this team. So they know what's, what's what
0: lastly coach, you guys jump up a classification this year to two a how do you think that has kind of helped your girls this season and do you think it has helped them improve in their game
2: well i I scheduled a pretty difficult schedule, especially early on to prepare for this you know playing teams like upperman watertown uh, we played the cab in a tournament um uh, you know, so you've gotta, when you play good teams, it just makes you better. Win or, lo- win or lose. It, you know, it, it makes you step up your game. And I think it's helped. I think the hard schedule at the beginning of the season, we've been, uh, we're we've been nine and four in April. So I believe that's helped us along the, as a stretch of the season as
0: went along. That's Head Coach Brad Swafford with the Monterey Lady Wildcats softball program right here on the High School Playbook. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. Good luck going forward as you get into the district tournament.
2: All right, thank you very
0: much. Welcome back on the High School Playbook, joined now by Head Coach Trenton Stokes of the Stone Memorial Panthers baseball program. Coach, I want to go back to earlier this week on Monday. You guys, the marathon winner over Cumberland County in extra innings, 11 innings, a 73, 7-3 to win on the road. Just kind of take me through how exciting that ballgame was.
3: Uh, It was crazy. It was up and down. Both teams going back and forth. Had our moments. Um, We knew we had Dylan on the mound, so you know we knew it. We just had to keep plugging away. And uh, you know they took the early lead on us, and we knew he was going to hold them there. We just had to scratch across a couple runs and get ourselves back in that game. And we ended up taking the lead and uh, had an unfortunate inning right there, and their their player did a really good job. They came up with runners on second and third and two outs, and uh, uh, he ended up getting a nice base hit to left field right there and tied it back up, and so here we go again. Uh, we, we came back and, and uh, were able to manufacture a few more runs and kind of put it away there late.
0: Was that one of the longer high school games that you've been a part of?
3: Uh time wise, yes. And it just at uh when you when you're going through a back and forth game like that, uh it uh it just seemed like we were out there for, for four or five hours kinda grinding and, and both teams were battling so hard and both pitchers did such a good job. It was it was just a really cool experience to go through a game like that.
0: Well, you played them again the next day and uh, ended up falling in mm-hmm. that one, but you guys finish at 7 and 5 in district play and I wanted to ask you about that because you're tied with the Cab right now at 7 and 5. They're also 7 and 5. You've split Correct. with them in the regular season, but you have a run differential, you've got a run on them. How's the tiebreaker work in baseball? in what seed are you guys going to end up being? Is it the 3 or the 4?
3: Uh, according to our bylaws it goes uh you know district record and then head to head and like you said we have we we split with them in the regular season so we're tied again there and the next one uh comes down to run differential between the two tied teams and i think we have a two run advantage on them in that one uh it was a we lost to them 3 to 1 and then i think we beat them uh believe it was 7 to 4 so there's a uh, or maybe one run differential there, but we have that tiebreaker. So I uh, believe you know we're going to have the district meeting on May May third and finalize everything. But as our bylaws stand and as everything goes, it should be us in the in the three hole right there.
0: Is that you? Kind of like that spot? Obviously, you got Upperman at one and then Livingston at two. Do you think you guys can make a pretty good run out of that three spot? I
3: believe we can if we can get. Uh, you know, get some of our, our pitching figured out for the, the twos and the threes, uh, make sure we get those guys dialed in and, uh, that gives us a chance to be in every game if we're throwing strikes. Uh, that's kind of our mantra is we're gonna, we're gonna throw strikes, play good defense and then, uh, you know, try to manufacture some runs and, uh, we feel like if we can, if we can be there in the game and keep ourselves in it defensively and pitching wise, uh, then we'll be able to, to come away with a win there and and just about any game we play so we we feel good about it uh wish we had started off a little bit better in the district uh but it is what it is and and that's what we were left with and you deal with the ups and downs of the season it's been a blast uh really enjoying this new district and ton of respect for all the coaches that we're playing against and uh you know just a really good group of guys and a good group of teams the parity of the district this year has been amazing i mean everybody's kind of right there there was no uh, you know, no real separation, uh, maybe a little bit at the top and a little bit at the bottom, but then the rest of us are, are all right there. So it's going to be a fun district tournament to, to go through and, and coach through. And it's going to be a really fun
0: time. We're talking with head coach Trenton Stokes of the Stone Memorial Panthers baseball program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, that leads me right into this next question, and you mentioned it there. There really was a lot of parity, especially from seeds two through six. Upperman started to to kind of creep ahead at the end, and White County, even though they're at the bottom, they played some really tough games against Macon County throughout the year and against a couple of other teams throughout the year and, and made, made some things interesting, but Macon County especially, were at the lower end of the district but they played everybody within five or six runs throughout the season just kind of take me through the type of grind that this district season was and on top of that how proud you are of your team to to wrap up that three seed
3: uh really proud of my guys uh especially you know after the slow start right there missing some players but they you know i kept telling them guys you're 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 a very good 0-4 team right now uh, you just got to stick with it and trust the process right there. So v- very proud of my guys for battling through and, uh, and finishing in that three spot. And just like you said, you know, making counties in every game they're playing to CABs in every game they're playing, you know, nobody's really getting blown out and it makes it, uh, you know, it's interesting when you got that much parody in the league. Every game matters something. Every game's coming down, coming down to the end right there. Um, a lot of excitement and, uh, you know, it, it just really cool to be in a district where it's it's that evenly matched up through and through and uh even white county you know they didn't have the best season but those guys are young and, and coach hastings is doing a great job over there he's gonna he's gonna get them worked up and they have been playing better as the season's gone on uh so you know they're gonna be white county we've we've had them in the district before they have always a force to deal with and they're gonna be right back at it again so you know, looking forward on this district, it's it's gonna be a blast to play in and, and coach in and it's gonna be a lot of fun.
0: Coach, you got a few uh, fun non district games coming up on Monday and Tuesday as well. Warren County and then Monterey, a couple of really tough teams. How do you hope that those two games prepare you for the district tournament coming up after that?
3: Uh looking to, you know, just make sure we're in a right place as far as what we're doing pitching and defense wise and making sure our hitters are uh, focused in, you know, we wanted to schedule a couple games right there to, to see some good pitching. And, um, so just making sure we're kind of on point and, and, uh, sharpened up and ready to roll into that district tournament. Warren County is always going to have a very solid team. They're, they're going to, they're going to bring it. Monterey uh, has always been a fun team to play for us. And, uh, you know, they're, uh, they've gotten so much better over the last few years. We're really excited about
0: playing them as well. Have you always tried to kind of schedule a couple of good teams at the end of the season to get you prepped and ready for the district tournament?
3: You do, and um and then you also want I mean, really throughout the entire season, you want to make sure that your your non district schedule is is gonna be a challenge for you so that you're you know, you're running out some guys that you don't normally pitch in, in district play. So a lot of times there's some of your younger guys and you wanna challenge them. Um and kind of get them sharpened up so they're ready to step into new roles next year. And so you always want to make sure your non-district schedule uh, has a good bit of challenge to it so that you you get tested uh, on those Thursday-Friday games as well.
0: That's head coach Trenton Stokes with the Stone Memorial Panthers baseball program right here on the High School Playbook. Coach, we appreciate the time. Good luck going forward in the rest of the season.
3: Yes, sir. Thank you very much.
0: Welcome back here on the High School Playbook, joined now by Head Coach Juan Claire Day of the Jackson County Blue Devils baseball program. Coach beat Pickett County the other night, a big win, 22-3, to obviously a lot of offense, but uh, the bigger story in that, your 100th win. Take me through that. How did that feel the other night against Pickett County?
4: Well, you know, it, it's the boys, it's not me. I mean, all wins, you know, all my players that's played for me, you know, they, they get all the credit in the world. I mean, it was. It didn't really hit me till after the game. It just kind of shows you I've been around for a while. I'm by no means, you know, you know a Nick Saban South <laughs> of the or anything like that. But uh, uh, I, I felt pretty proud. I really did. And uh, I, you know, just be honest. I got more losses than wins. But you know, it just shows you that I, you know, I've been around for a while. And hundreds a big number. It's it, I'm, I'm really proud of it.
0: Well, it's, it is a big number, and you guys have been playing some really good baseball That in that run on against Pickett County. You guys have won three out of your last four games, with Pickett County being that third win over those last four games. The game before you beat Red Boiling Springs, you put up 30-plus runs. Those two games, you guys put up 53 runs between Red Boiling Springs and Pickett County. What is working so well right now for the guys?
4: Well... We just struggled so much early. You know, I've got such a young team. Me and my sisters, we just sat back and say, "Look, out of our top eleven guys, we're playing six freshmen and sophomores." You know, and and even our juniors class, they was really hit hard with the COVID, so they're kind of like a year behind too, you know, so to speak. So we we've got some, we had some inexperience, and we just struggled early. And the uh, and the bump up the classification that has been, you know, you know. Which means you got bumped up and stiffer competition as well. And, uh, and, you know, we just kind of struggled with that. But we've had a couple of real good practices. Uh, the kids kind of caught on and all of a sudden, like you say, well, I mean, we're just, we're putting up numbers and, uh, that we would have struggled with early with those you know, same pitchers and same teams, you know, just barely scraping by and beating them. And, you know, just, you know, I've never been around anything that, Scored fifty something runs in 2 consecutive—I mean, within two games of each other—it's—it's it's been mind-boggling.
0: Well, and even even before that, you guys put up nine runs in a win, and then you put up a couple of runs uh, before that as well. So y- you guys are putting up some a normal amount of runs, but nine runs is always good in a baseball game as well. Uh, what have you guys kind of been working on in practice to try to manufacture those runs, and obviously, kind of blowing it open here against Red Boylan and Pickett County.
4: Well it's just timing you know hitting is timing. and you got you know pick pick the ball up out the pitcher's hands and you know get you know get your swing generated you know at the correct time and a lot of times early on the season, we was starting our swings too late, the ball was already in on us when our boys was you know swinging the bats, and we was striking out a lot i mean that's been the difference we've been putting the ball in play even on ground balls it it makes it makes the defense make plays and they make errors or Throw it to the wrong base. If you strike out a lot, ain't much the defense has to do. And now the hits been falling, you know, things have been going our way. We're getting a little confidence going now. I mean, you know, we, you know, you've been around high school baseball a lot, it's a, really a tournament game. You know, this, the regular season kind of gets you in the, determines your spot and the tournament. Then you just go from there to second season, survive in advance and, and that stuff. And we couldn't pick a better time to start playing our best ball.
0: We're talking with head coach Juan Clarede of the Jackson County Blue Devils baseball program right here on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you just mentioned it right there. You always want to play your best ball at the end of the season before you get into district play. And of course, you guys had a little bit of a rough go around with district play. But you mentioned it too, playing up a step in competition, have some really good teams in the district. But do you guys feel like you can beat anybody come district tournament time?
4: Well, the way we swing the bats, I really feel like we could compete. You know, it just, I'm not, uh, I, I kind of preach to the boys. I've used past examples of some teams that had bad regular seasons and all of a sudden, you know, they get hot in tournament time making the to state tournament, you know, with a below 500 record. I mean, it, it's, you know, that's it, happened in all sports. You know, you can think about back in 2003 and four in Livingston, you know, it was five and five in regular season football. They won the state. They win the state championship and, uh, and that's kind of what I've been kind of preaching guys. Hey, this season's not over. We're, let's start, you know, and just like that couple practices I was talking about, we just started to click and just right after, after, after that that last real good practice we had, it has just clicked for us and, you know, we're getting good pitching. Uh, we're throwing strikes. We're not walking batters and we're starting to make more plays defensively. We still had that, you know, one inning where we forget a play deep. How to play defense, but it hadn't affected us that much because we've been scoring runs. Now we play good, you know, uh, you know, better competition, better teams with, with a good pitcher going because good pitching will always stop good hitting in baseball. So if we're facing a guy that's own. you know, we're, just, we're going to have to make plays. So that's the thing that we're kind of going to concentrate on between now and this tournament is tighten up our defense a little bit more.
0: Well, Coach, kind of take me through putting up a lot of runs, and the pitching has sounds like it's been working well. Who has been playing well of this stretch?
4: I mean, it's been it's been a lot of guys. It's been a total team nine, nine, ten, eleven guys in our rotation effort. Uh, uh, Grayson Smith. He's right now he's batting over six hundred. He's batting six hundred even. He's got nine home runs, thirty plus RBI. He's pitching the ball real well too. He's finally, you know, he struggled early on the mound, and, but he's picked it up late. Jonah Gentry has pitched well. Uh, Gerald Haney, another senior, you know, Grace is my senior. Gerald Haney's another senior. He's he's really gotten hot with the bat. Jalen Wright's gotten hot, you know, and uh, Carter Collier's been hot. I mean, three weeks ago, our batting team batting average was 181. Now it's 308. You know, so hits we've really. Like I said, a good time to pick it up. But we know we're going to see some good quality pitching in the postseason, and, and uh, plus, you know, we get, we bump up and play Megan County on Monday. You know, good three eight program. That's my alma mater. So, uh, so that's, we know we're going we're going to face a couple of good teams in Gornfield, Megan County, to get us ready for the district tournament. So we know we we know we're we going to score thirty one runs runs a game. So
0: that'll <laughs> so I I take the little things. That's right. That'll be a fun one on Monday against Macon County to get you guys prepped for that district tournament. That's head coach Juan Clarida with the Jackson County Blue Devils baseball program right here on the high school playbook. Coach, once again, congrats on 100 wins. Good luck going into the rest of the season. Uh, Thank you. Thanks a lot. Welcome back on the high school playbook. We're joined now by head coach Joey Burnett of the Cumberland County Jets baseball program. Coach, I got to start back on Monday and Tuesday with the games against Stone Memorial in that first game, a marathon of a game goes 11 innings. You guys end up falling seven to three, but then you guys bounce back on Tuesday in a big way, beat them nine to one to finish out the district play at five and seven. How proud were you of your team to bounce back the way they did after suffering a tough loss on Monday?
5: Any, anytime you've got a uh, rivalry game like we have with, uh, with Stone there, emotions are going to run high. You know, you might press a little, but, um, you know, they're going to be really intense. Um, the way we fought in game one was, uh, I was, I was extremely proud of our team for not giving up. We could have folded, you know, we could have folded late, but we kept pushing and we kept after it and, uh, just came up a little short in the end. But to bounce back like we did in the second game and to really show, uh, to show the, show them that we're, we're not just laying down for anybody after a game like the night before and that we're, that we still got some fight in us and, um and, and some guts really, uh, really showed everybody that, that we're, uh, everybody in town that, that we're here to stay and that we're gonna, we're gonna fight every game we play. And I'm just really, really proud of my team.
0: I talked with Coach Stokes this week about the game as well, and he was saying it was an exciting one to be a part of. Of course, he came out on the winning end of it, but I asked him, too, was that the longest game that you've been a part of in high school baseball? By
5: far. I mean, you know, it's almost like we had three games in two days, you know, within under 24 hours. So, um, yeah, that was uh, was a really hard shot game. And to to watch both teams just come out and just keep after it was – I think it's really impressive, and it says a lot about the the baseball programs here on the, on the plateau.
0: Coach, let's talk about district play a little bit. You guys come back. You beat Stone Memorial in that second game to finish 5-7, and seven, tied with Macon County, and you guys split with Macon in the regular season, and it looks like they have you on run differential by just one run, so looks like you might be that sixth seed going into the tournament, but Coach Stokes and I were both talking about it as well. The parity from seeds two through six are very very close those teams very competitive how competitive was district play this season
5: this year you know being my first year as a head coach and especially coming into a new district I we really didn't know what to expect with this and to watch and to watch these teams two through six like that you say to be to be just you know, whoever's pitching well that night mm-hmm. is really gonna make a difference, you know. Maybe it's a base hit here or there that's gonna get that's gonna that's gonna lead to something to uh to maybe spur a win on late, but it's it it's anybody's game with, with these four teams that are that are locked in right there. So it's um it's 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 gonna be an exciting tournament.
0: We're talking with head coach Joey Burnett of the Cumberland County Jets baseball program right here on the high school playbook presented by mountain barn builders. Coach, were you proud of the way your team played in district play? Do you think they performed up to the standards?
5: Absolutely. I'm, I'm proud of my team. Every time we take the field, I I love our program. I love the kids that we have. Um, I wouldn't trade them for anyone. Um, we, we've really pushed, um, just not giving up in a game. Every play matters all the time. And, um, These guys keep after it. Our seniors have have really bought into what we're doing and, and, uh, really showing what we want our program to be like. And, you know, as long until the, until the umpire says, says ball game, you've always got a shot. So we're really pushing that form and I'm really proud of how my team has played in that regard.
0: Have you kind of seen them grow throughout this season? Obviously, you come in in your first year. You're trying to instill a program, and it sounds like they've kind of bought into that system. Have they bought in? And have you seen them grow throughout this season?
5: We've grown every game that we've played. Um, any any time you know you run into what we did in in game one on Monday against Stone, these guys before may have just folded up and, and said to heck with it, but. You know tenth inning comes up, and we've got runners on, and we're down to our last strike, and we get a senior come up and rip rip a two run single to keep going you know to be able to put pressure on the other team is uh it's a big deal and like I said earlier, we just came up short with that, but they could have folded a long time ago during that game, but we kept fighting and and, and that's what we're going to keep doing.
0: Coach, still a few games to go in your regular season before you get geared up for that district tournament. What's a couple of things that you want to see the guys do well in these last few games of the regular season?
5: I want to see them uh, stay mentally sharp. Um, You know, we we played a lot of innings in the past couple of games and played a game last night. We've got one tonight and then one Monday. I want us to stay mentally sharp, mentally focused to where we don't, you know, start bad habits late when we don't really have time to fix things. We want to stay sharp defensively and, and locked in at the plate. And, and really just the, the mental fatigue that this, that this uh, season has, has put on everybody is something that, we, that I'm really trying to focus on with them, to just, just to stay locked in mentally
0: so from that for that break, from about Tuesday until Friday, when the district tournament starts or it starts to get underway what what's the focus going to be? Are you guys going to try to take a little bit of a rest, maybe a step back, and, like you mentioned, try to give them a little bit of a break because they've played a lot of baseball lately, or Are you guys going to be working on a few things in practice
5: we'll uh We'll have some light practices and then you know maybe a maybe a full on intense practice once or twice that week, but for the most part. It'll be, what are we looking for? How are we, you know, what are we, what are we doing mentally to, to really prepare ourselves for this tournament? Because with the way the parody is in it right now, anybody can win on any day and we can't take anybody for granted no matter who we're playing. So if we stay locked in mentally and focused, um, I like our chances at winning a game or two in this district tournament and hopefully going farther than that.
0: That's head coach Joey Burnett with the Cumberland County Jets baseball program right here on the high school playbook. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. Good luck going forward into that tournament. Thanks for having me on here and go Jets. Welcome back here on the high school playbook. We're joined now by head coach of the York Institute Dragonette softball program, Coach Sweet. Coach, appreciate you joining us here on the program, your first season with the program. And that's kind of where I wanted to want to start it off. What's it been like for you? Is it kind of what you expected?
6: It's been a learning experience. Uh, We knew that going in, that it was a building gear for us. We're just working on a few things, Um, keep telling the girls, keep improving, keep hustling every game, and keep working as a team. And that's been our goal throughout the season.
0: Have you kind of seen them progress throughout the season?
6: Yes, I have. Um, We're a pretty young team, so we don't have any seniors. Um, we have five juniors, uh one sophomore, and the rest are freshmen <laughs> and then the um, about half of them haven't haven 't played before or haven't played since t ball so we kind of knew going in uh what we were up against um, but they every single one of them um I have to commend them they have a lot of heart and they just they just keep pushing every single day.
0: Well, again, I got to think that's pretty exciting for you with it being your first year. Yeah, you knew it was going to be tough, but you can pretty much make this program however you want to make it with some of those younger players who really haven't played a whole lot.
6: That's what we're trying to do, is just build the program back. Um, I I played, I was a graduate in 2007 at York Institute, and when I played, uh, Coach Jeff Williams was the head coach, and he had been for a while. And, um, I'm, we're just trying, like, to keep the same coaching staff, hopefully for a long while, and just keep build the program back and get back to the way that York Lady Dragon softball was when we were here.
0: Well, Coach, take me through what you are trying to instill into this program. I guess what kind of style did you play when you played back in the day, and then what are you trying to bring to this program and and build it up as?
6: So when I played, of course, teamwork was always the big thing that Coach Williams always talked to us about, and that's what I've been trying to instill in the girls, like especially girls softball or girls sports in general. If you're not getting along, um, outside the field, you're not going to play well. And so we've, we've been working on that. Um, it, and it's really nice. It's almost like we've created our own, own little family now and the girls are super close, getting closer. We've been taking trips outside of just going to softball games. And, uh, we went to a UT softball game last year or last week. Um, and just taking a little trips like that. And so that we build that, um, that team that team atmosphere for the girls and i think that's really helping us a lot um and they're they're always cheering each other on we've got multiple comments from other coaches about how how much heart the girls have and and how much they're there for each other and and that's a big thing in in any sport especially in girls sports
0: i believe we're talking with coach sweet of the orc institute Dragonette softball program right here on the high school playbook presented by mountain barn builders coach take me through how the girls have been playing lately
6: uh so we've had a rough patch. Um we've been dealt a lot of cards that we didn't expect this year. Um a lot a lot of injuries. Um right now we're pitching like our fifth string pitcher. Um if that tells you how our seasons went so far. Um but I've been telling the girls like we knew it was a building year, so we're not really going off those wins and losses and we're just playing every single play like we're like it's a top ball game. And um, you know, I'm super competitive. Of course I want to win. But at the end of the day, we just, we know we're building a program and we're not losing anyone, no seniors. Um, so I just keep telling girls, keep improving, keep playing hard, keep learning every single play, every single game.
0: Have you kind of seen them buy into your system as this season has gone on?
6: I have. Um, it's been tough um, coming in as as a first year coach. Um, and the coaching staff is new as well. I have coached Shane, Shane Monday. Uh, he coached at a local – another local high school, softball and basketball. And then um, my best friend, um, Courtney Asbury, that I also played softball with in high school. And so we've got a brand-new coaching staff. Um, but the girls have really bought into what we're trying to establish here. And um, I, I keep telling them, like, you're the building blocks of what we're trying to accomplish. And so I need you all. We can't do it by ourselves. And a lot of them have really stepped up to the plate, so to say um, – and and really helped us out in that area
0: coach i know you mentioned it. it's been a struggle at least in the win column but who are some girls that have played well for you this year
6: well um of course i've got five juniors and they've really helped us their leadership um on and off the field has been amazing um one of my jun- one of my juniors uh brooklyn holt um she's not playing with us right now she's been dealing with the injury since last year, but hopefully she's going to come back and pitch um, for us next year and be 100%. But she's always out there helping all the girls, giving them pointers. Um, Hannah Cananser is our shortstop. And she's, she's constantly, constantly leading our infield and being a huge leader for her, uh, for her team and along with Destiny Rector who plays first base. And in the outfield junior wise, we have uh, Taylor Tacole and Audrey Wood and on and off the field, those those girls are just really good girls, and and um, just have each other's back, um, and and are helping us create that atmosphere that we're wanting for our team.
0: Who are some girls that I know you mentioned? There's a lot of young girls on the team as well. Have that. Who has really taken a step forward as this season has gone on?
6: Uh, one that comes into mind is my only sophomore, uh, Abby Price. Uh, Abby didn't play last year. Um, I think she played summer league maybe two or three years ago, but hadn't played in the last two or three years. And she's my center field now. And that girl will run almost the length of the field to catch a ball, and she never gives up. And so she's been a huge help, uh, especially in the outfield um, on defense for us. I, I can't say enough about how well she's helped us out.
0: Lastly, coaches, we get down into the closing weeks of the season. You guys get ready for district tournament time. What's a couple of things you're really focusing in on in practice that you would like to see get better before this season comes to a close?
6: I think um, the thing that we're ne- needing to practice on the most is just um, hustling after every single ball and, and being aggressive on base running. Um, that's really what we've been honing in on in the last week. And so we just have one game today, and then. Um, Next week we have two games and then district starts. So we're, we're getting down to the wire here. Um, but like I said earlier, we're not losing anybody. So that gives me a lot of hope for next year.
0: That's Coach Sweet with the York Institute Dragonette softball program right here on the High School Playbook. Coach, we appreciate the time. Good luck going forward to the rest of the season.
6: Uh, thank you so much for having
0: me. Welcome back on the High School Playbook. We're joined now by Head Coach Joey Williamson of the Van Buren County Eagles baseball program. Coach one and three in district play. You got the three teams in your district with Whitwell and South Pittsburgh, the other two teams. got to take me through what that was like this year. Obviously, a little bit smaller of a district. You have Hardy Memorial on the other side of that that uh, did not have a baseball team to play in it this year. But I got to think a little bit weird just having the three total teams in that district this year.
7: It is. It's, uh, something we're used to, uh, just having the three teams in the district. It's, it's going to be us and Whitwell usually against South Pitt. South Pitt is always loaded. They just reload every year. Uh, and that's pretty much what they've done this year also. So, uh, us and Whitwell in competition to see who can beat South Pitt and get them out of first place is usually how it goes.
0: Well, you split with Whitwell during the season, got beat by South Pittsburgh two times. So I, I guess, does it set up for you guys, that you just mentioned it, to take on Whitwell first and then possibly South Pitt for the championship?
7: Yes, that's how it's set up. Uh, we currently currently uh, sitting in third place uh, due to Whitwell defeating South Pitt uh, earlier this week. Uh, I believe that was a uh, 6-4 ball game. First time in nine years. If I believe that that was correct from what I hear uh so due to that fact, uh we're sitting in third place with one second. So we play them uh May night at South Pitt to see who will go on to play South Pitt in the next game.
0: Well, Coach, before we talk about kind of that matchup, let's uh, talk about this season. You guys have had a pretty good year, and I first want to start it off with Eli Scoggins, your freshman who I got a chance to see on Tuesday against Pickett County. He had 13 strikeouts, went all seven innings, only gave up the one run. He's been pretty phenomenal this year. Just kind of take me through the type of season that he's had.
7: Eli Scoggins is is just phenomenal. We knew he would be. We actually i have been coaching him uh, since sixth grade, Um Except for one year there, I didn't have him, but I've always nicknamed him the Prodigy because he has uh always been in training he's he's just an upcoming baseball player he's got big things coming for him in his career uh he's had uh training from Ethan Roberts, who is currently playing for the Chicago Cubs now who just got picked up uh, out of Sparta so uh he is he he's Doing it both sides on offense and defense, especially with his pitching, but his hitting as well. He's hit two home runs for us this year and doing it all as a, uh, freshman. He also leads the team in, uh, on base percentage and, uh, uh, you can't ask for, for more than what he's doing when he's, he, when he's on, he's on and he's just getting better and better, uh, as our ace right now.
0: Coach, you've got, got a few guys kind of behind him in the lineup that go 2, 3, and 4 right behind him that are hitting the ball really well and got a chance to see that against Pickett County on Tuesday as well. Who else has been playing well this season for you? Uh,
7: of course, Adam Simmons. Adam Simmons is one of our three seniors. He is uh, our cleanup. He's uh, currently going to Bryan University already to uh, believe they have him as their first baseman, so he is he is looking good. He's always been our uh number one guy when it comes to offense. He he is lights out when it comes to hitting the ball. Uh and his baseball IQ is next to none. And when when you need a play we go to Adam Simmons. Uh I've also got uh Jaden Wallen. He's one of the other three seniors and uh he is playing pretty well when it comes to our defense. He He's been pretty good at our shortstop all year. And then uh, the other senior is Taylor Hillis. Just all three seniors are doing amazing. Taylor Hillis, uh, with his hitting this year, has just come alive. And you can't ask for more. When we have runners on base, I look for them to get in. As soon as Taylor's up to hit, we know it's likely to happen.
0: We're talking with Head Coach Joey Williamson of the Van Buren County Eagles baseball team right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, as you get prepared for that district tournament coming up on the ninth of May next week, you guys are going to prepare for, prepare for that Whitwell team. You got Grundy County coming up on Monday. You going to try to maybe a little bit of a test run, or try some things out in that game, or just play that game and and see how the guys do, and then then you get ready for Whitwell afterwards.
1: Oh, uh, we're,
7: we're going to play that game as we always do. Uh, try to win the ball game and get us ready for Whitwell on the night and. uh Hopefully we can take care of them. We split in the season, us and Whitwell did. Uh, we They took the first game at third place, and then we took it at home. And uh, It's it's going to be a close matchup. It always is every year between us and Whitwell. I and, uh, uh, hope we can get it done and go on to South Pitt.
0: What are you guys going to be working on in practice leading up to that game, and what maybe has to improve a little bit to get ready for that game?
7: We're uh, currently going to do a lot of batting practice uh we just need to uh work on our hitting and try to come alive more with our hitting here lately uh we need to fix some things and uh hopefully we could get that taken care of before we get to Whitwell and hopefully put some more runs on the board
0: all right that's head coach Joey Williamson with the Van Buren County Eagles baseball program right here on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders coach we appreciate the time good luck going forward in the rest of the season thank you